your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. All right, welcome to the podcast. This one is going to be about fencing. So this is going to cover what fencing is and how you know if it's something that you need to do with your horse. Okay, now it's really easy to put your horse through a little test to see. All you're going to do is get on uh, like the top rail of a fence and you'll just sit there or it could be a tailgate of a pickup or mounting block, whatever. But you want to make sure that your horse willingly gives you his back and what that means is is within just a few seconds you can get that horse to put his back right underneath you so think of like the world's most perfect horse to do a mounting block where like he just knows what to do and is happy to do it comes right up to it stands quietly for you to climb on and off and all that. So that's the purpose of fencing. Now, here's kind of the the deeper part about it, which is a kind of a big deal. Okay, when you do this fencing exercise, it's not just about getting your horse to where he would be really easy and good at a mounting block or mounting from a tailgate or something like that. What this is really about is you're basically creating a desire for the horse to in a sense, have somebody on his back or up above him, right? So the same way you get a horse to load in the trailer, you're kind of doing that same deal. You're keeping the pressure on and staying in his way when he's kind of out far away from you, and you start to hone it in to get him to where he realizes the the sweet spot where there's zero pressure and he just gets to stand there and chill, is when he puts himself right underneath the human. So where this can benefit is horses that uh, buck or sometimes even horses that bolt because we, we trick ourselves into thinking that a horse is okay with something because he allows it or does it. So an example, a lot of people say, yeah, my horse loads okay. Like he'll get in there after a few tries or within a few seconds, or even if he loads immediately. Okay. That doesn't necessarily mean that he wants to be in there. So that's why you'll still have some weirdness like pawing in the trailer. Sometimes they load, other times they don't, etc. And you know, it goes on and on. So if you can create a desire in the horse, and this is a pretty easy thing to do, to where he truly wants you to be up above his back, it can be a really big game changer in your horse's overall mental soundness and mental health and the way he does things. Uh, it's There's a lot of cases of where it's helped a horse that was spooky. Uh, you know, it helps in multiple ways. And once again, the reason this is important is because you want your horse to not just sort of be okay with the human being up on his back to where he's mentally able to tolerate it. Yet that's that's not what you want. You want it to where he is so completely chill and okay with you being up there, and you want it where he actually wants you to be up there. 
Now, with that being said, you know, if you get all this working really good and, you know, even the horses that are kind of skittish about this, uh, you can get it working pretty good within an hour or so. Okay, well, even if you get this going real nice and then you get on them and you ride horribly, being confusing and putting pressure that doesn't make sense and, you know, all that, well, then it's only going to kind of revert back. So this is another piece of the puzzle to creating a better relationship through understanding with your horsey partner, right? So uh, don't underestimate this fencing thing. It was probably one of the most overlooked things but after you've been starting colts for 20 years and seen all kinds you you will realize how important the things are that usually get overlooked and you know overlooking one or two things that are pretty important is not gonna make or break your horse but the problem is is most of the time there's a hundred or more little things that are overlooked, either from unknowing or, uh, you know, not being able to see it. And that's why we hear about so many problems that horses have with their people, so to speak. So, uh, it's all about the little things. If you just go chasing the big things, it's going to be a long, hard, weird, awkward road with lots of ups and downs. So uh, get that fencing good. And don't just get it good. Get it perfect. Uh, back when I used to uh, take in outside horses and colts to start, I did that full time, you know, for years. And I was riding, you know, 10 or 14 colts a day. And... uh when I finally caught on to the fencing deal, I never really had to worry about them bucking with me on the first ride anymore after that. There was this one that uh, really nice bred colt that a lady sent one time, a long time ago. But this horse was like perfect on the ground. He was gentle and uh, you could throw the saddle right up on him and tighten the cinch and send him around and he would just lope around beautifully and... It was like, oh man, okay, this all looks great. I should have swung a leg on yesterday. So I went to get halfway on him, and uh, then he kind of froze up as I started to get up there, and then kind of pulled the kind of pulled him a little bit to the left to try to unlock his feet, and he just jumped forward, and I just kind of leaned back and stepped down, and then he bucked some laps around the pin, and we tried it again. I thought, well, this makes no sense. This horse is super gentle. Like you could crawl between his leg, like good to do the feet, good to load. I mean, everything like the perfect horse to, to, you would think like, you know, man, this is the kind of Colts I want to be starting. And all of that was true. But anyways, so I thought, well, this is weird. So I took off the saddle. I checked under the pad, checked the cinch for any kind of, uh, burrs or, you know, anything that could be uncomfortable to him. Didn't see anything. So did it again, same result. Then I switched saddles thinking maybe the saddle didn't fit him good and it was pinching him somewhere. Uh, same result again. So then I thought, man, I wonder if it's when I get up above him because sure enough, every time I go up, that's when he kind of raises his head and gets locked up in his feet and his expression gets kind of like he's froze stiff. So I went over and got up on the fence. And when I climbed up on that fence, as I was leading him, he, uh, he pulled back and, you know, backed up hard for about five or six feet. And it took me an hour to get him to where he would even put his back, you know, within five feet of me sitting up on that fence. Well, 
So we did a few sessions of that, and then he got really comfortable with it. I could climb up and down. You know, this was bareback. Climb up and down and get on him and then fall off to the other side. And he would just stand there with a leg cocked and his head was low. He was relaxed. He even got to where he'd reach down and get grass as I was doing it. So I thought, okay, we're probably okay now. So then the next day, threw the saddle on and did the same thing again. And he stood there all relaxed, swung a leg over. He walked right off. And then within a couple minutes, he was walk, trot, and lope in both ways. And uh, so after about a 30-minute first ride in the round pen, I opened the gate. And we trotted right out across the yard. And I just pointed him down the dirt road. And we went on like a three-mile ride just doing a lot of walk, trot, lope transitions. And he uh, he acted like, you know, everything was good. Obviously, he didn't have super good steering and super good stopping, but I didn't really need an overabundance of control because he was right mentally. So, uh, you know, to speed him up, I would just kind of smooch and spank his, uh, hip a little bit if needed with the, with the lead rope. And, uh, to slow him down, I would just tip his nose a little bit. And even from a pretty good lope, you know, he'd tip his nose a little bit. And within, I don't know, 10 or 15 seconds, he'd be back down to the trot, give him a quick release and tip his nose again down to a walk. And, uh, we just went out and did a long ride out through the dirt road. Dirt roads are kind of nice because they kind of just follow the dirt road and you ain't like you need to be able to steer them good enough to lope circles or anything like that. But, uh, so yeah, that was the, uh, that was the day that I realized how important fencing was. And from then on, I did it with every single one. And I, that was the last story I had of where they just suddenly would buck and get all weird, you know? So, uh, don't ever underestimate the power of the little things and, considering your horse, making sure he is truly okay with all of these things that we do, not just tolerating it. See, big difference there, especially when you're talking prey animals, right? It gets weird. Uh, So hope you guys enjoyed that one, and uh, we will see you. Oh, uh, real quick disclaimer. Uh, A lot of you guys probably already know this if you listen to these, but we have an online website called buckroocrew.com, and it's all these different videos. There's a lot of clinic footage on there and problem solving uh i think it's like 400 videos uh these days we got a ton of them on there but anyways uh there are a few different videos on that website about teaching a horse defense and getting one where it'll come up underneath you uh in particularly uh the cult starting series we talk a lot about it in there and you can uh you can see in there it's a pretty wild wild little horse that uh was pretty skittish and after a few hours and a couple sessions she was letting me get on and loping around and all that good stuff and most of that was because of the fencing that got her to be so good in such a short amount of time so you can go on there and check that out you can also just go in the video index page and in the top right search bar put in the word fencing and it will pull up all the videos we have about fencing so that's another way you can find those videos Uh, All right, I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we will see you next time. One more disclaimer, uh, keep an eye out for a couple new videos added to the Buckaroo Crew. Uh, We've been filming some videos about how to get your horse to back up uh, better, lighter, and faster using his hind end to pull himself back instead of using his front end to push himself back. And we have also uh, started filming for teaching... uh, beginner and intermediate style rollbacks so be keeping an eye out for that okay last disclaimer thanks a ton for listening we'll see you guys next time hope you enjoyed it you've been listening to the carson james podcast real simple 
Horsemanship. Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends. 